comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! scriptures we may need to look into. Amen? Now, um, uh, a lot of things will change concerning how the voice of God comes to you when you begin to mature. As I often say, the voice of God to you comes at the frequency of your revelational knowledge of Christ. What did I say? The voice of God to you comes at the frequency of your revelational knowledge of Christ. This is the implication. If Let me give you literally what it means. If you grew up in a church where for the anointing to flow, you must bless anointing oil. Are you with me? As far as you are concerned, there is nothing like the power of God moving until it is inside the bottle. Guess what? God will continue to move that way in certain places. And anytime God speaks and He wants to move, He will have to move that way. That is their revelational knowledge of Christ. So it has put the operation of God within that framework. Are you getting the point now? So if there is any time that God will speak, He has to speak through that means. Walk. He has to walk through that means. If at all the people we have the capacity to receive the ministry that God is bringing. Are you getting the point? And so, 
many times God have to speak to the prophets in the Old Testament in types and what? Shadows. He uses a lot of symbols. One of the things you will notice is that in the Old Covenant there is a lot of symbols. And all of those symbols signifies a lot of things. It will, it will, it will take um, a revelation huh? for we to enter into the exact and literal meaning of those things that God spoke about in the Old Covenant. Meanwhile, every single thing that is spoken about in the Old Covenant, in the Old Testament, is speaking about Christ. Every single thing. Even the human beings there. Even the prophets there. Are you getting the point now? Even the oppressions, the ministries, every single thing there is talking about the Christ and His kingdom. Say after me. The Christ and what? Let's say it again. The Christ and His what? I didn't hear you. The Christ and His what? Now, if it is true, then every single thing that happened there, if you have grace in revelation, you will be able to bring perspective in context with what it means in Christ. Are you getting the point now? You have heard me teach it before now that people that come and say that this thing is in the Old Testament, that what we are interested in is Pauline Epistles. Now, now, if you can't find Christ in the Old Testament, it is your fault. Don't say nobody can find it. Because as a matter of fact, Paul and the people that wrote the epistles, the question you ask yourself, what was their Bible? What was their Bible? It was the same Old Testament. So the same spirit of revelation that was at work in their life was able to enter into the Old Covenant and Old Testament and bring to us the exact meaning of symbols, ordinances, covenants, practices, and then bring the exact reality as is represented in Christ and the kingdom that we have entered. Are you getting the point now? Now, the fact I'm trying to bring out here is that your capacity to deliver, your capacity to interact, the shape of the voice of God is obviously affected by maturity. Are you getting the point now? So when you are a babe in God, there are many ways God will speak to you. He will speak to you the way he speaks to Gideon. You know Gideon? What did Gideon say? He said, if you are the one saying this, let water fall here. If you are not the one, let fall. Some of you still pray that kind of prayer. When you want to hear the voice of God, he said, if you are the one, let the guy wear a black shoe. You see, God can answer you, but it's a proof that you are still in bed. When you begin to mature, then the voice of God will take the shape of your revelational knowledge of who? Christ. Because as I showed you, why not show us quickly if you are fast? The book of Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2. Quickly. Quickly. The Bible says, I'm hath in this last day spoken unto us by his son. Why not let's start from verse 1 so that people can quickly see what we are looking at. The Bible says, God who has sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets. Verse 2, hath in these last days, are you getting the point now? So God um, spoken dimension began to approximate until it reached the apex. The apex is his son, the Christ. Are you getting the point now? 
So the clarity of the voice of God coming to you is dependent on how much you know the Lord Jesus. On how much you know the Christ. Are you getting the point? Because God had... There were days he was speaking through many things, many people. In fact, he spoke through a donkey. <laughs> is it not true? But in the last days, he spoke through his son. Huh? So if you know the son much, your capacity to hear the voice clear and the way you hear it will approximate and increase. Are you getting the point now? Okay, let me give you an example. Why not show us... Um, now, this thing, it didn't start with you. It started in the Bible. Why not show us the book of John? John chapter... John chapter 16 verse 12 and 13. John chapter 16 verse 12 and 13. Now, I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot what? Bear them now. Now, verse 13 is where I'm going to say, how be it? Huh? How be it? What? When he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. When he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will what? Guide you. Into, who is the one speaking here? No, John. Now, Jesus is the one. Okay. You know, the Bible, the, the author is, is God. But men are, what's it called? Men are writers. But God is the author. Amen. Now, here, John, I'm talking about the book of John. So, John is the one saying what Jesus said. Writing what Jesus said. Are you with me? So, he said, How be it when he, the spirit of truth. If your Bible is your own, underline the spirit of truth. Remember, John is the one. Are you with me, Henry? Okay. Um, quickly, let's just hold this place in one and then turn to the book of First John chapter 5 verse 6. The same John is still the one that wrote the epistle of John and the gospel of John. Now, First John chapter 5 verse 6 said, This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ. Not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the spirit that beareth witness because the spirit is what? The spirit is what? Oh, I go back to John chapter 16 verse 13. I told you to hold the two. Don't close it. Hold the two. Now read. Let's read it. How be it? When, when he the spirit of... So at some point in the beginning he is saying the spirit of truth. But at the end he said the spirit is truth. Are you getting it now? So, at the beginning of his interaction with reality and the sponsor of that reality, all he understood is that God, that the Spirit is the source of truth, which is correct. Huh? But when he journeyed, 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 ah, he found out that the Spirit is not just the source of the truth, he is truth himself. Because it is then that he realized that truth is not um, it's not just the facility we need to build. That truth is a reality. That truth is a person. 
So he interacted with the reality of the person of truth. And so, when he saw it, he saw that it was the spirit also. So he came and said, I used to tell you that this thing is the spirit of truth. But I also tell you a higher truth. So I, I, I don't want to go there. But in the kingdom, we have truth and higher truth. So the one here is truth. But the other one is higher. So if you stay here, it's good. Are you with me? If you stay here, it's good. You can say the spirit of truth. I interacted with God and the truth of him came to me, came to my hand. That is good. And you will have result at that level. Because it's the Holy Ghost that inspired it. But when you approximate, you will now find out that even though he is the spirit of truth, the spirit is also truth. So anytime a man touched truth, what he touched was the spirit. Because all reality can only be found, found in the ambience of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now let me show you what it means. Let's take for an example that um, initially when uh, we pray for preservation at home, how do you pray now? Surround yourself with the fire of the Holy Spirit. I, plead, I cover myself with the blood of Jesus. Are you with me? All of you, you have prayed the prayer. Now, was God not working? He was working at that level. That's your, that is your level of understanding of the preservative dimension of God. And He is okay with you. Eh? But a day came and then suddenly you found out that he that is in you is greater. Uh -uh. You started looking for trouble. Before you used to avoid trouble, cover myself with the blood. Cover my, ask them to want to have you. Say, cover myself. I bind you. I bind you. I bind But a time now came. Ask them want to have you. You just think, uh -uh. me die now. Uh, have you ever thought of it? No, I can't die now. Do you know how many things God told you He is going to use you and do? And suddenly you will die. He didn't tell you in the morning and then you will just go out and die. Ah, no. Just buy popcorn and be eating. Kai. <laughs> no, you can't die. Those days if you are sick, you go on three days fasting so that the sickness will stop. It's good. But now if you are sick, you come and say that he that raised Jesus. Remember the Bible spoke in the book of Ephesians. That's the one that blows my head. He said that this is the greatest manifestation of the power of God huh? towards us. How and when? When he raised Christ from the dead. Huh? The apostles testified. They said even death could not hold him captive. Have you read the scripture? It said the last enemy that will be conquered is death. I, know, I don't want to go into eschatology and those deep matters. There, is, there are threefold court in heaven. And there are threefold court in hell. I don't want... So, it is not only Satan that is operating in underground. There are three that bound themselves. And I used to teach you that hell is both a place and a person. Death is an experience and a person. The same thing with Satan. 
this is where my sister is. These are the lords of the underground. The lords of the underworld. Maybe one day I will teach you the, the, the underworld. But that is not where we are going now. Eh? The, point <laughs> the point here is that when Satan, anytime Satan begins to war with men, if he tries to stop you from preaching the gospel and he can't stop, what does he do to those people? He kills them. Do you know why? Do you even know why? You know, before Jesus resurrected, Satan didn't know that there is a possibility of resurrection. You don't know what is resurrection. The Holy Ghost was, I was meditating today. Something happened, I said. You know, I was remembering, I just saw a picture I saw. I saw um, Renan Bonke. And then I remembered. And tears came to my eyes. 2003, he came to this town. I sang in the crusade choir. I attended the fire conference at DCC. They gave me a book, Evangelism by Fire. I wrote my name, Kai. The man, he has fought and left. I said, is there no means to preserve these fathers and they won't die? I just say, true, Paul, beyond the fact that he said it, I've seen from experience now, that if the dead rise not, then our faith is in vain. If men like Renaboki will rise on that morning, then our faith is in vain. Now, this is the point. That is what the Bible is saying. That this is the greatest expanding of the power of God when He raised Christ. So, when you do many things and you are disturbing Satan in this realm, He kills you. The reason why He's killing you is because He knows that once you enter here, ah, and death is dead. You can't come out from these three guys. That was what he was trusting on when he killed Jesus. He didn't know that there is what we call the spirit of glory. Huh? Now, the only way, the only thing on earth to represent the, the um, magnitude of the power of the spirit is a nuclear reaction. Huh? Because the, the way it comes, that is why the Bible represents the kingdom as a seed. And he said, when the spirit is in you, the kingdom is already in you. Huh? They will drop a seed. Have you seen the capacity of a nuclear reactor? They can just put a plutonium that is this size, the size of an earring, drop it on it. What will come from it? They will bring it out. It will be bigger than four times this building and they will call it the destroyer. Eh? There, there is a nuclear weapon like that. The name is end of the days. May they not activate it on this earth. It came from something like this. That's the only way you can explain the power of the spirit. That's why up to now, Satan has failed to understand how this thing works. How Christopher can just come and all the things Satan has been doing since 50 years, you just come and say in the name of Jesus. The whole thing crashed. He's still trying to understand it. He will never. That was what was happening. Huh? And the apostles came and testified. They said even death could not hold him captive. Huh? 
So those days we used to pray for three days. Now I say that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. When he was coming up, dead, everybody cleared. The 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 battle of Aquedoma. <laughs> hey! Listen. It is in that warfare that Satan was disgraced. I hope you know. They didn't just win Satan, no. That's why me, I don't believe in warfare that you come and, and, and then Satan was now chasing you, chasing you. You now ran into a room and then you are safe and Satan was outside. Ah. As good as that one is for you, me, I'm not impressed. What I'm impressed with is that I'm coming. They hear that I'm coming. They scatter. Eh? The whole city, we, we go into hiding because a man appeared. That's what happened in here. You don't know. That is why when they came to the New Testament, what they called it is triumph. It is not the same thing as victory. Victory is when men are fought. You don't need to fight. It's triumph. You know what is triumph? Victory parade. Yes. They collected Satan, everything. That thing that happened to him, they stripped him naked. Collected his clothing, everything. And then he was naked on the street. And they were parading him in the street of hell. Jesus finished, collected that in his hands. I have the keys of death and hell. And I give it to you. Hey! May we know God in our days. May we know God in our days. See, that is the problem. The problem is that the, the, uh, your capacity to interact with these things, I'm saying, carry it and manifest, is dependent on your knowledge, the revelational knowledge of Christ. The Bible says, this is life eternal, knowing God and knowing Jesus whom he sent. Are you getting the point? So at certain seasons of your life, the voice of God will come this way. And it's correct the way it's coming. But when you begin to mature, ah, you will find out that even though the one of yesterday was correct, but it brought to you measured results. Ah? Clarity in the voice of God increases your potency. It increases your effectiveness. Ah? But if you are not clear, that means your result will be measured. You are, you are on track, oh. But because you are not clear, so clear about what God is saying. What's the pass mark in your school? 40, Abi? Is it 40 or 50 or 60? Uh, have you finished school? What's the pass mark? Is it 60, 50, 40, 70? Mahaboko Sasa. These people want somebody to follow. My own, I know that in my UNN days, I don't know, maybe it's professional courses. My own is 40. Huh? If you get 40, you pass though. So you are correct in hearing the voice. At 40, you are correct. But my sister, there is such a thing that 
the people having 70 do they have two heads why did you settle for 40 <laughs> now you are correct in what you are doing but your result will be measured according to your capacity to get clarity huh? and this kind of clarity comes because you have grown and matured in God there is no amount of fasting that can make you hear better you can only hear better when you grow deeper that is the only way then certain things will just go you even wonder why you even thought about this before why did this thing matter to me before why didn't I see like this before why did I think that this was an option before are you getting the point now but initially when you operate at that point you are still correct though. Huh? but your effectiveness is measured 40% anyway your generation will clap for you your family will clap for you because as of that time you are the best they have ever seen in heaven they will be shaking their head this daughter of God could do better but because you are the best amongst your cycle they will heal you and then you settle for that your calling and destiny will be measured when you come before Jesus you receive judgment I'm not saying hello there is a judgment seat of Christ that is the judgment seat of reward where men are judged according to how they executed the purposes of God through their life. Huh? We, all of us will appear there. And when you appear there, before they even say anything, they will try your works with fire. The one that is remaining, they will now judge you by, by it. Some people, by the time they are through with testing your work with fire, there is even no basis to judge. You are not with me. They will test your work with fire. There is no way any man can run away with fire. You can't run away from this fire thing. I know some of you don't like fire. You know, you want to be quiet and then. I'm looking for a damsel to use. You know, you don't need stress and all those things. <laughs> Turn to your neighbor say, <laughs> That was the truth. The truth is that there, is, there must be fire. This fire thing, you can't run away from it. Either the fire of judgment, the fire of baptism, the fire of hell, there is fire. Even in heaven, I know you think, "Mm, let me stop. There is still fire in heaven. That one is to test your work. The Bible says so that they will know of what sort it is. Now, when they now know of what sort it is, they will now begin to judge you. So some of you will not even enter the place where they will measure your work. Because when they put it in fire, they will find out it is robust. The thing will just do the fire will do and nothing will remain. Say after me, fire. That is why the Bible says that he make it his angels and his ministers flames of fire so you'll be burning all the time there are three kinds of fire you must encounter i don't know that's not where i'm going i know some people like fire they are dragging me towards fire fire Uh, you like fire man of fire a man of fire i know you like this now lie let's go back to Rabbi. 
Yes, fire. You can't run away from fire. If you run away from fire on earth, if you get over there, you will still see fire. So you better get used to fire now. You better get used to fire here. When we come up there and we see fire, we say, see our brother, we are used to this ambience. When Jesus appeared, the fourth man, or rather the first man in the fire, when he appeared, why didn't you ask him, why did he choose to appear in fire? Have you ever asked that question? Of all the places he went, he appeared in fire. That is the only ambience that can host his reality. You are lukewarm, you are in trouble. If you are cold, it is better you are cold. Esther, it's better you are cold, so we know. It's either you are hot, you are cold. So we come and put you in ICU. If you are cold, we put you where? Intensive care unit. So we know how to support you. But if you are hot, you better be hot. Amen. 2011 I went to Vet Mountain to fast how many of you went to UNN is unique you went to now see the way you are rushing me like this all these UNN people see the way they are rushing me like this are you the only one you went to UNN raise your hand raise your hand we are plenty here now let me let me use you because you know all those terrain Udim Cartwright all those deadly places <laughs> I went to Vet Mountain if you climb to Vet Mountain you will see the first broken down building then you will see the second it was in the second that I went me and my friend those days he was castle vice president. You have heard the story. You have heard the story. I listened to a message and a man shattered my life with a message. I said, what is this? I used this and climbed the mountain. But when I climbed the mountain, after one day I found out you don't fast with vex. You fast with grace. I don't vex. I must fast until something. After two days I found out verse can do this. Is grace. It has happened to someone. <laughs> is not vexed. It is grace. We took two gallons of water with a bedroll and then took I think I had those days was the days of Nokia Express music. My God. I charged the battery, charged the extra battery, and went with it, removed my SIM card, kept it on my, in my room, and in Joko room 306. Not 314. This one is 306. The 314 is three years later. Hi. Okay, you don't soak this material. When we entered there, we did first day. I think I fasted 6 to 6. By 12 in the night, I wanted to stand up. I noticed I could not. I said, what is happening? 
Have you tried it? After first day, by three in the morning, try and stand up. So by the time it was afternoon of the next day, and now I forgot. I didn't know. I didn't know. That's why I'm teaching you so you know. Don't go and kill yourself. And I stood up from that place. Suddenly my world began to turn around. Everything turning around. Everything turning around. That's how my world was turning around. And I was doing like this. Looking for where to hold. When the thing now normalized. I drank water. In the evening, everything was bitter. Hi. First day passed. The voice told me, don't kill yourself. God knows. God is a gracious God. He can't be punishing you like this when he wants to give you something. Just receive by faith. Are you with me? You are not with me. Fasted the second day. Fasted the third day. Then my body adjusted after the third day. I was still tired, but my body adjusted. On the fourth day, in the night of the fourth day, the Lord came to me by the war, by the scripture, not a big encounter, just by the scripture. Huh? Let me show you that scripture. Now, the reason why I'm showing you is that I thought I understood that scripture. This is happening in 2011. I thought I understood that scripture until seven to eight years later. You know why I'm saying this? The voice of God to you improves as you mature. The same thing he said is what he repeated. Many of you, if you go and see God, he will still say the same thing. But suddenly, your capacity to understand the same thing has changed. What changed? It's not what God said that changed. It's maturity that changed. Same thing, different capacity, different maturity. And if it is true, different understanding. And if it is true, different capacity to apply. Are you getting the point? If you are with me, say Amen. Amen. Let me find it. John. John. John chapter 21. Verse 15. The summary of five days encounter is five days fasting is this. And I've never done that kind of fasting in my life before. Is this Luke chapter 21 verse 15. Now he said for I will give you what? A mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay or what? Resist. 
I thought I even understood what God said when he told me this. On Beth Mountain. This is what he told me. I wrote it down in my chapter. It took seven to eight years for me to understand this. I didn't know that this is a tool of warfare. I didn't know that this is a tool of dominion. I didn't know this is an armor. This thing, this scripture is an armor. I didn't understand that the scope and context of this very scripture is a battlefield. Look at it now. He said, which all your words adversity is warfare, my brother. I never knew. I just said it literally. I didn't know that a time will come when my voice will thunder and the heavens will shake. Shake, shake, shake. I didn't know. He said, the mouth and the wisdom that men cannot get saved took me time to find out that if a man will speak for God he needs a mouth you don't speak for God simply because you know a lot of scriptures and you know a lot of things you speak for God because you have a mouth and that mouth is given to you from, from heavenly places from heaven they give you a mouth and then you begin to speak for a generation begin to speak for a family Be- are you getting the point when you speak Everybody that is commanded to you will hear. Ah! They can't hear your voice and say no. Try it. Try it. If I speak, say no. You can't resist it. (laughs) You can't. The thing will come like as if it's arrows. They will shoot it with cuts and it will hit your heart at many junctions and drag you. Such that even if you say no, you can't stop. Said the mouth and the wisdom. I left. I thought God was saying, because those days I, I have issues with, you know, I have stage fright. I don't know how to speak. I don't know how to. I don't know how to say anything. You know my name now. You have heard this story. You know my name. But that one happened though. Are you getting the point though? That one happened. But because I understood the voice of God to me on those days, one, because of my present predicament. So I summarized that all God was telling me is to solve my present challenge. Which happened. But the scope of this voice, this thing that came to me, is bigger than my present challenge. Just that for him to enter where he is going to, he has to pass through my challenge. So when he took away my challenge, I thought that was the end. Until seven years later. Seven years later. I didn't know that these two things have to be cooked in the bonsam burner. In the crucible of the spirit at high temperature and pressure. <laughs> when it comes out, it will be it will be tampered with the energy of the spirit. Eh? Released from the high heavens. No man can hear it and say no. When men hear it, a generation will be beckoned and they will see God again. A mouth and a wisdom. I never knew that a season will come and the plan of God will be summarized in voices that speak in nations that send alarm and territories will respond. Mighty men will arise as a result of the voice of a man. 
Men don't hear because you told them what is correct. They hear because their spirit is speaking to God's agenda. That is the place they will realize themselves. The powers of their destiny will never manifest until they find themselves in God. Meanwhile, they have to hear a voice that will bring them to those regions. Let's just nail this quickly and then get into the next. First Corinthians chapter 13 verse 9. It said, For we know in part 
and we prophesy in part. Next verse. But when that, which, pay attention, oh, are you getting the point? Now, you need to know whenever we say prophesy, it's talking about utterance. And I've taught you people that the trajectory that the exegesis on the spiritual took was the trajectory of utterance. The man that showed us the 12 gifts of the Holy Spirit, huh? what he intended to do was just to teach on utterance. But he cannot teach on utterance without teaching on spiritual gifts. That is why the majority, the summary, if you start from 12 to 14, it is focusing on the utterance gifts. There is more description on the utterance gift more than any other. In fact, Paul went to the point of telling us how to use the utterance gifts. How to manifest it. How to activate it. He said, let two prophesy. Let another judge. Let two people. Let the... Are you getting the point? So, he is more interested in the utterance gift. But somehow, he cannot teach utterance gifts without introducing that, that um, uh, uh, teaching in himself. That is the spiritual. But you notice he just mentioned the rest and left them. Went ahead and explained the utterance gifts. That is what the foundation I want to give you so that you will understand this. So, verse 9. Let's start there again. Verse 9. Verse 9. Verse 9. For we know in part and prophesy what? This is talking about. Then verse 10. But when that which is perfect is come. What do you mean by perfect? There are many ways people have taught this actually. When that which is perfect is come. Then that which is in part should be what? Let me give you a literal example of what this thing means. One day, my sister, Chisom had a dream. And in that dream, she, something happened. And then they finished warfare. And then they came to a place they needed help. That's where her dream stopped. She said she doesn't know what it means. She sent me the dream. Then, that day we finished bed pangs. And then, my sister Dinakanan came and said she had a dream. And in that dream she saw Chisom. And it seemed as if she was, she brought some people out, rescued some people from somewhere. And they don't know how to make the next movement. And she helped her to make the next movement. Do you understand what is happening here? This is the same storyline. But this one got her own in part. The other one got her own what? In part. You will never know the full picture until you know the two. So sometimes in prophetic dimensions, you will have to get up to five pieces for you to make up the jigsaw. Five pieces for you to do what? Make up the jigsaw. That's the beginning of this. Verse 11. Verse 11. When I was a child, I spake what? And I understood what? And I thought as what? But when I became what? I put away what? What is this? Into? I don't think there is a better scripture to tell you this. Because I have to start where I started. So that you will understand that. Whatever this man is talking about. The context is 
utterance to speak. Huh? So he said, I used to be a child. And when I was a child, I speak as what? A child. I understood as what? A child. I taught what? As a child. But a day came, I matured. And as soon as I matured, I put away a lot of things. Are you getting the point? And many of you have been there in many instances. Some of us have been there. You can tell God, I know you love me and I want you to show me love today. Let somebody send me 5,000 so that I will know you love me. Guess what? Those days, God is sending it. Until the day we come, you say, God, I know you love me. Let somebody send me 2,000 so that I will know you love me. What's the name of your bank? GTV. They will collect 15 naira. Before you know it, they collect another 100. He said, Ah, is this the answer to my prayer? In those days, love is chastisement. Because you have not been able to see that dimension. The only, you know, you don't like this, my message. The only dimension of love you want is you feel, you know. Somebody told me a story of something, and they say you felt good. Say, hmm. That's the only thing. I won't tell you. Sometimes you need chastisement. He's in love too. I don't want I don't want to stay under somebody that will not chastise me because it is not true love one day I will go and kill myself one day you just go and damage yourself and the, the person will say Tom, make, make I leave you now you will be shaman, you will be odogu now well done just they, they move, they move, they move increase the speed and then bah! accident will happen I will come for your barrier and drop money on the table. I know you don't like my you don't like my but it's true. Because people have decided in themselves what the love of God means. How can somebody say he loved the world and gave his son? Hmm? If you are God's friend, how will you see that kind of thing? You didn't know why Abraham didn't tell his wife where Isaac was going. Try it now. Try it. Say God showed you. Say which God? Which God are you talking about? You will see that woman knows Bible more than you. They begin to tell you the history of people that damaged their life by sacrificing their only son. By the time they are through with you, eh? your life will be shattered. I'm telling you. So the man knew. He escaped. In fact, he did it from history. If you study Sarah, you find out she is such a woman that can get anything she wants. She knows how to manipulate Abraham. Even at 90, she still has Abraham's mumu button. It's true now. And from what the scripture is saying, it seems as if she was good looking. Because they appeared in Egypt. They collected that. Oh God, don't look anyhow. 
don't look at me now. Don't look at me. If you like, don't hear me now. Hmm? So, but she came and said, she was the one that gave Hagar to Abraham. And came and said, look at what you are doing with my maid. The Lord just between us. Huh? Have you, did you even see what was happening there? Somebody started something and gave you something. And found a way to blackmail you for what she initiated. How do women do that? They will find a way to make you guilty of what they cost. They are powerful people. You are correct. No, it is their power. That's why some of them, when they leave their power and start looking for what is not their power, they will fail. Hmm? Understand your power. Use it wisely. So the capacity of this man is tied to his maturity. There was a certain way he was behaving when he was a child. The certain way he understood when he was a child. But when he matured, everything changed. Is it not true? Mm. I, I, I might have to leave here because of time. I have one more scripture, but because of time, let me leave here. The next one is experience. Experience is another thing that affects the voice of God. Experience. Let's see First Samuel chapter 3 verse 1. First Samuel chapter three verse one. 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 A few people has met me and they told me that they started praying around where they are living. And one of the things that they noticed is that when they pray and after some time it seems as if a spirit will come and meet them sometimes in their sleep when they are awake and all those things. It seems as if they are taking their breath away and they want to die. They want to die. It has happened to many people here. Huh? Now, they don't know what is happening to them. But when they tell me, I will tell them what to do. It's not, it, there is the, that thing is called, caused by a certain kind of principality that is the ministry or the work is activated by certain kind of spiritual activity. So first of all, when you tell me it is happening, the first question I will ask you, what are you doing? What kind of prayer are you praying? Where are you praying? That is, there is certain kind of prayer and certain kind of spiritual activity that can activate that. Some of the time you will even, you will be walking and you seem as if they are taking your breath away, you want to die. Of course, that can never happen to you if you have not been given to intercession. That is the number one thing there. This kind of experience is given to intercessors that operate in a territory where they have insufficient rank to war with the spirits that are governing those places. So the spirit will come to try to subdue them before they have entered into the place in God where they have what it takes to conquer. In those seasons, Huh? Spiritual covering is paramount. Let me stop there. That is not where I'm going. And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days. There was no open vision. Verse 2. And it came to pass that 
it came to pass at that time when Eli was laid down in his place and his eyes cried. May your eyes not wax dim in Jesus' name. It is not necessarily because this man is old. Though. Because we know many patriarchs, they were old, but their eyes never went dim. The scripture testified. Men like Moses. The worst thing that can happen to a man is to come to the point where your eyes have waxed dim. If I said the next thing, I almost said something. If I had it been I said it, then we'll have to digress another five minutes. I need to finish this. That he could not see. Verse 3. And ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was, and Samuel was laid down towards verse 4. That the Lord called Samuel and and he answered, Here I am. Here I am. Verse 5. And he ran unto Eli and said, Here am I. For thou callest me. And he said, I called not. Lie down again. And he went and laid down. Verse 6. And the Lord called yet again, Samuel. And Samuel arose, went to Eli and said, Here am I. For thou didst call me. And he answered, I called not my son. Lie down again. Verse 7. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. Neither was the word of the Lord yet what? Revealed unto him. That is the problem now. Hmm? But that's another thing. Verse 8. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. And he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I. For thou didst call me. And Eli, what? What did I say? Let's read it together. Did you remember where we started? God has stopped speaking to Eli. His eyes has gone dim. Everything has gone. But the man that God was speaking to didn't even know that it was God speaking to him. Until he went to experience. Now let's see verse 9. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go lie down and it shall be if he called thee that thou shalt say, Speak Lord for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and let down in his place. And you know what happened there on. Now, God, Eli's eye was what? Dim. God, the lamp has gone off. Everything off. God has stopped. God has cut off from Eli. Meanwhile, the man that he chose, the Samuel of that generation, the man that have aligned well to the spirit and by the preparation that he has entered into for years, have come into the place where he, he has... Um, being qualified to become the voice to his generation, the voice to the nation, the voice to the people. When God called him, he didn't know it was God. What was lacking? Say experience. So that even the man that God has stopped speaking to, when they brought the matter to him, he, he knew by experience that this is God speaking to this young man. He knew by what? Experience. So experience impacts the voice of God in your life so much. In fact, there are many things you've discarded because you were not experienced enough to know the import. Eh? Some of you, you have received... (laughs) 
some of you, the things that is happening in your life now was, this is not the first time it happened. It happened many years ago. But because there was nobody of experience, this experience in the best way I can explain it to you to see the practical dimension is mentorship. Because you didn't have mentorship, are you with me? The same thing God handed over to you died. No, be secondary school you start. This lady pour fire for secondary school. Oh. I'm telling you. But what was missing was mentorship. And if mentorship is missing, eh, the gold that is in your hand can drop. The key that is in your hand can rust. Secondary school. We are many, many, many of you here are doing. Amen, amen. Somebody is already burning. Imagine if he continued. That's how we had giants like Chris Oyakilome and David Obeni. They started secondary school. When people were going back with their locker from secondary school, Pastor Chris was going back with a box full of books, spiritual books he has finished reading. What kind of man is that? And you think he's mates with his classmate? He is not. He is not. He is not. Say mentorship. That's the best way. That's the word I will use for experience. Because Eli was Samuel's mentor. And what Samuel could not get by anointing, what he could not get by alignment, what he could not get by encounters, because this is encounter. He took experience for his feet to be guided into the meaning of the voice of God that was coming to him, even though it was coming from a man that have already been cut off from the administration of God's purposes. God has said, I will no more use this. But yet, huh? God still allowed Samuel to stay under that man because he knew that even though, are you with me? Oh? That even though he is no more working with this man, that Samuel needs the experience of this man to understand the things that he's telling him. There is nobody again in the land that have experienced the dimension of the ministry that God is calling Samuel to. Eh? Except a lie. Even though his quota has been closed, still he can guide the man in practical dimension. This thing has happened to me, but I don't want to tell you. A, a mighty man of God, we are in a meeting. One day I will tell you the story. One day I will tell you people how this place got to be a revival hub. Why it is called a hub. We were in a meeting and the mighty man of God prophesied and said that he saw a very mighty machine. And in that machine, that what will happen is that in the future, I will not just know how to operate the machine, but people will come from all over the world to be taught how to operate that machine. That is the mystery of the hub. Eh? Meanwhile, the calling of that man was to teach me how to operate it. The rest is history. Let me stop there. So, are you getting the point now? Are you with me? Oh? So, even though the days of, of Eli is gone, but somewhere needed his experience. Because as long as Eli did not intervene on that matter, someone will continue to go to people and be. There are some encounters. Has it not happened to you? Some of it has happened to you. Some things will happen to you. You will go and meet your mother that doesn't know A to B in spiritual matter. 
and say, Mommy, Mommy, I saw one man, he's, he's fair and he's white, he's glistening. And when he came to me, my hand started shaking. He said, Ha, Oloma. <laughs> Oloma, have you, have, you, have you washed clothes? Have you cooked? Are you sure you have eaten? Is this too much fasting? Stop going to this new place you are going to. That's the problem. Eh? Has it not happened? Some of you here, some, you suddenly broke into visions and revelation. And then they came to morning devotion. And you told your father, yeah, you are seeing this, you are seeing this. You say, ha ha. Oh, Chimo. And then your results will come in next semester. And then you have C, B, down from A. So I said it. Something is not normal. There is even a young man, they took him to deliverance. The people that is doing deliverance, I don't know whether they are foolish because they are the ones that need deliverance. If they are spiritual people, they would have understood what is happening. Do you know the problem? There is no experience on ground. Woe unto you if you are getting into deep places in God and you don't have somebody that is steeped in that dimension to give you guidance. There are encounters you bring to some people, dreams and some things you bring to That is the reason why they will become your enemy. Some of them will even guide you away. The interpretation they will give to you is what will make you to end. Some of the visions you had, like this my guy, his visions are many. After some time, I stopped responding to him because he was only but a child. No, I, I, I apologize to you, but I will still say it. You are only but a child. Sorry, you. And the way he is moving, it might take him another seven years. Meanwhile, this is a young man that God started encountering when he was very small. I know you think you had mentorship. You didn't. Now, you have people that were teaching you. Is it not true? But they don't have experience. In the matters of the kind of calling you have, you must identify men that have that kind of experience. If not, they will guide you out of the path. You come and tell men that you are praying and you saw three stars they will give you bible quotation and tell you every confusion in my life clear clear meanwhile the stars are angels that came to guide you into new seasons ah! and guess what you miss the season it will pass that's what happened to you So you started laboring for what God didn't plan for you to labor. Had it been you had a mentorship with experience. That is simply all you need. That is what happened to Samuel. As soon as Eli said, bam, 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 bam. 
and Samuel did it. Why did the whole thing work? And God spoke. From experience, the man was able to, and he was correct. Ah, the Bible said in the multitude of cancer, the man is safe. Ask God in the next one minute, may I not lack voices of experience around my life to guide my path? May I not lack voices of experience around my life? You will have encounters and be confused. Nobody can help you. You will come into the frontiers of your season. And instead of people helping you, that's the reason why they will fight you. No, no, no. You need, you need men. You need men. You need men. You, you might be Apollos and you are mighty in words. Ah, you need Priscilla and Aquila so that they will guide you into the deeper things of your calling. You need men, my brothers. You need the voices of experience. Apollos was the man that God ordained that he will stand toe to toe with Paul. But he needed to be guided by Aquila and Priscilla. We never heard about them after then. It is the voices of experience. Teach me always, Yahweh. Oh, oh. Teach me always, Yahweh. Teach me always, Yahweh. Oh, oh. Teach me always, Yahweh. A young man had a burden for call. And when he related it with his mentors, they told him, let's advise you, just work for five years, work for seven years, and then you'll be balanced financially, and then you'll marry so that you'll be able to do it. <laughs> That's the end of the call. Some people, they told them, just make a little more money. That's the end. Now, as good as that advice is, the men lack the spiritual experience to bring those men. They are not bad people per se, but they lack the experience. May you not lack experienced voices around your life. Men that understand the rules of your destiny, that understand the trajectory of your purposes, the tension, the seasons, the times, the investments, the graces, the anointings, they understand it. They can guide you into the consecrations that it takes for you to walk the path of your grace in God. They say, for this young man, there is no resort that will enter his head. He will not drink strong drink. You never. He said, his meat will be honey and locust. That is the consecration of his destiny. Any man that tries to make him king and put on the apparel of royalty, like Herod wanted to do to him, will damage his destiny. They took Jesus. And they wanted to make him king. The Bible says he disappeared. You need the voices of experience. In Jesus mighty name. I can, I can teach this particular thing for... I can teach it for three days. Do you know that there is a point that Jesus came. And the Bible said that his mother and parents were looking for him. And they said... So where are you? For we have been looking for you for these three days. 
The Bible said, and, she, and he said, Don't you know that I should be about my father's business? Eh? A mother without understanding will fight that. But the Bible says she kept it in her heart. There are things that woman know. There are things she know. She knew that she got she got that kind the conception came by the hand of the spirit. That means that kind of child is an omen. Then it is not a surprise that certain kind of things will manifest in his life at certain stage. The woman is with his physical father. And he said, don't you know I should be about my father's business? That kind of utterance is strange. Imagine you making that kind of utterance in your family. That's what happened to Joseph. And when Joseph gave the dream, even his father rejected him. Because there was no voice of experience and counsel to guide him in his paths. He said, I saw, I saw, I saw star, another star, 12 in number, and the moon and the sun bowing to it. He said, do you mean that we will bow to you too? That is how the voices of irrationality will speak into your life and scatter your days. May God bless you with the voice of reason and experience. In the name of Jesus. Let's touch the last thing on this so that we know that by tomorrow we round up. Environment. Number 8. Environment. First Samuel chapter 19 verse 23. When we teach, are you with me? When we teach this environment, what happened here will happen. What happened there will happen here. There is nothing that there is. Now, God sent me to understudy the school that Samuel pioneered at Ramah. You know, Samuel is not a name. Samuel is a system in the spirit. I went to preach in a church at Enugu. You have heard the story. I came out from Shekinah Assembly. And when I want to step out, a young man met me and called me Samuel. I said, my name is not Samuel. He said, that's the name that they told me. That is your name. He said, my name is Samuel. He now told me a few things. I, I said, Samuel... It took time, I think up to one year, for me to begin to search the meaning of somewhere. I didn't know that what God was interested in is to teach me how to raise men in a nayot, in Ramah. You don't know how we are doing this sabotage. You think it's by luck. It's not by luck. You are becoming the kind of man you are becoming. It's a technology in the spirit. There are things God teaches you. The right measure of, of everything. Tampered at the right great to produce certain kind of men. See, you can produce men in the kingdom, but the kind of men you produce is dependent on the school that you have passed them through. Are you getting the point? I went to school at Onicha those days, secondary school. There are schools called Metro. Metro. Eh? Awawa. All those things. You cannot expect your child to go to Cambridge and UNN and put them through that place. People that want their children to succeed, they go to CKC. In the same town, CKC, they go to DMGS. The same town, if your child is a lady, she goes to uh, QRC or she goes to Federal. The same town. So people can be in the same town but in different schools. You didn't get my point. The same town, different schools. Depending on the kind of men that you want to bring up. When they come for our old boys meeting, eh, you will see ministers, commissioners, even governors, 
CKC has produced up to three to four governors. Peter, the Peter B, all these guys, even our present governor, all of them are from CKC. You see, massive what they were doing there is finish and hand over to another. So that means the school is set up in such a way that they will produce the leaders of tomorrow. Huh? If you go, even in America and UK, there are certain offices you will not hold except you pass through some schools. Because they know if a man passed through this school, there is a certain kind of person he will be. If you see a man that came from Perisite, after one year, two years, of, you will know. You can hand many things over to him and you will sleep. Those are the kind of men that we raise. Men that retain the capacity to raise men. God came to me, he said, that your calling is a general's general. That my target is not just to raise men that will be paupers, dependent on you forever. They are generals in their own order. What kind of training do you give these men? You pamper them? No. You have to teach them what you know. Because a day will come, they will raise men like that and they will be strong. When David left Nayot in Ramah, it became obvious that the training at Nayot was strong enough to be translated to another generation. See, if it is born of the Spirit, it can be replicated. I love Nayot in Ramah. It doesn't matter who you are. That's what I want to show you. Environment impacts the voice of God. Ah. Why not? Let's start from 19. environmental atmosphere you are implicated by being here ah. 